Welcome back to Not So Pro Football Talk, Woo-hoo! where we talk about the NFL and football and all things football here. Let's go! Um, we just finished the uh, championship round for the playoffs awesome. of the NFL. It was awesome. It was great. We got another weekend of great games. Woo! Um, congratulations to the Bengals and the Rams. They're going to be heading to the Super Bowl in Los Angeles. Wee! So, for them. Congratulations. And uh, who do you think is going to win? We'll end the video there. <laughs> Come on, AJ. Obviously, it hurts, guys. It hurts a lot. Uh, I've been hurting. I was at the gym for about a good three and a half hours. There's still, I wanted to stay longer. I just couldn't uh, because I, I, my body just couldn't handle no more. Nesha um, says, hello, how about them? How about them who? I see your profile picture, Big Ben. How about Big Ben? He's not there anymore. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be talking. I'm trying not to be toxic here. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> there's not much I could do. I just listened to I, – I rewatched the game twice today. Um, twice? Twice. Yeah, Why would you do that to yourself? Because you got to focus. I, I watch film, okay? When it comes to okay. these games, I watch film. I rewatch games. Uh, this one hurt a lot. So, I mean, I had to rewatch it. I got to dissect it, see what, see what happened, see where we went wrong. See where the Rams went right and opportunities that we missed. Uh, there was a lot of opportunities, uh, but at the end of the day, the Rams played really good ball. Uh, you can't dismiss that at all. A very talented team. Uh, they knew exactly what they were doing. Their whole future is uh, pretty much now. They got no future as far as uh, draft picks and stuff, but they got an all-star team, and they're playing like one. What are y'all's thoughts on the on this weekend, this past Sunday? Uh I will go first. I thought the Bengals played phenomenal. Uh, at first, they weren't playing up to their expectations as we had seen in the past few games in the playoffs. But they came out and did it. They came back from, uh, I believe they were down 21-3. to 3. Is that, Am I talking about the right game? <laughs> uh, they were, yeah, they were uh, winning 21-3. to 3. Yeah, they Big were- Ben won two championships. Were you alive for them? Right. <laughs> he was. All right, go on. <laughs> but I, I just thought that the Bengals are really, uh, even though everybody has been underrating them, they are the powerhouses right now. Uh, nobody expected them to come into the playoffs uh, with this amount of heat, with this amount of talent, and with this amount of grit. Um, so right now I think they are the best team left in the playoffs. Uh, Rams are a close second because they are second, and that's it. There's only two. Um but this weekend's games was really good, uh, down to the wire. Uh, but And one fun fact was every quarterback had two touchdowns and one interception. I thought that was pretty cool. So it was really a defensive game. And who was running the ball better, even though the running game was irrelevant all week? Okay. Um, I think the weekend was great. 
Um, I had a lot of fun not being in it. Uh, we could just enjoy it. Uh, the Bengals and uh, Chiefs game was awesome. I'm so glad that Chiefs got dethroned and they're not in the Super Bowl this year. That's a good change of pace. Um, and I'm excited for the future. I mean, in AFC, it's going to be the juggernaut of the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals for the next five years, most likely. Uh, it's going to be really awesome to watch those quarterbacks duel it out over the next few years. And then on the NFC side, really good game. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the Niners had the lead. They blew it, unfortunately, been there. Um, so that leads up to my first question for you, AJ. The Packers have blown a lot of leads. Um, and every time, there's always, like, that one play that just runs through my mind. Just I can't get it out of my head. Forget, like, against the Seahawks, it's that uh, uh, onside kick where he just bounces off his head, and that's just game. Fantastic. Um, um, AJ, how much is that uh, Tart almost an interception running through your head? Well, Tart did not play a good game uh, throughout the whole uh, uh, the whole game, but uh, it runs through my head. And, and watching this, uh, watching the game again today, and going through NFL Network and, and all ESPN, that's that's one of the main things that they're talking about is Jaquiski Tart uh, dropping that uh, that pass that was thrown to him by Matt Stafford. And, uh, yeah, that could have been a game changer. It, it could have been. And it could have, uh, you know, turned the tide uh, during that fourth quarter. But, you know what, you can't, you can't say that's the reason why uh, we lost or that's the reason why uh, the, the, the Rams won. I mean, you got to put into action the whole, the whole game. And, yes, it does haunt me because it was right to him. And he should have caught on that ball. Uh, that's what he's getting paid to do. He's a professional athlete, professional in that position. And if a ball's getting thrown to you like that, I mean, no one hit him, no one touched him. He didn't have to, you know, reach for the ball, hit him right in the numbers. Uh, there's literally no excuse. And you're supposed to be playing a high caliber uh, level, especially in a big game as far as the NFC Championship. You're supposed to catch that. So, yeah, that hurt a lot, uh, especially you guys know. You guys saw me there live. I was pretty much speechless. I uh, couldn't believe what I just saw. Um, but, yeah, definitely hurt. Okay. Well, AJ, um, getting off the the Niners and your hurt, uh, what did you think of the Bengals uh, in their win against the Chiefs? When I thought about the Bengals, I did not see uh, that the Bengals were the better team. I saw that the Bengals were the team that wanted it more. They wanted it more than the Kansas City Chiefs did. They had more heart. They had more to play for. You could tell Joe Burrow is, it brings a different setting to the to Cincinnati and gives fans like, hey, you know what? You know, forget, uh, forget what the rules are in life. Forget that Jamar Chase is a rookie. Forget that I came off of injury my rookie year and this is my my first full year back. Forget what the normal is. I'm going to rewrite history here. And for you fans out there, anything is possible. The Cincinnati Bengals, when uh, some of us have been high on all year, they wanted it more than the Kansas City Chiefs, and it showed. They came back from a 21-3 to deficit, and they they blew them out of the water. I mean, they just came and dominated the second half of the game. Really, when you talk about second-half adjustments, that's it right there. That's what they did. 
and I really hope they could repeat it again in the Super Bowl because I am going to disagree with you, Vince. I don't think they're the better team. I think uh, Rams are a better team uh, skillfully. Um, but when it comes right here to the corner, so on the heart, um, I got the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, they want it. And they got more, more to win for. I'm not going to say more to lose. They got more to win for uh, than, the, than the Rams do. More Rams have more to lose. But this is uh, Cincinnati's game here. This is their game uh, to win. So I, uh, we got a lot of fans here, like Nick DeRosa, say he has the Bengals winning 28-25. to 25. I think it's going to be a close game. And honestly, it's going to come down to just like the Kansas City Chiefs game and the Bengals game. Who wants it more? And trust me, there's a lot of guys on both teams who want it more. But what team as a whole wants it more? Yeah, I mean, uh, sorry to cut you off, Reed. I just want to get this before we forget. Uh, the reason why I said the Bengals are the better team right now is because I've seen them in every single postseason game come back and take that lead and win it at the last second. That's why I think they are the most, uh, not so much talented, but they are the number one team right now that's left going into the Super Bowl. I think they are the best right now. I think they have everything that it takes, uh, just like you said, everything from the corazón, everything from grit. Uh, these guys are hungry man they're hungry 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 but so is Matthew Stafford uh but I just think that the Bengals like you said have more to win I think they are the better team right now going in uh just because of what they've gone through on that AFC side playing the last three games against some of the top teams in the NFL okay um let's move off from the Super Bowl let's focus on these uh, last few games uh, if you guys want to focus on the Super Bowl, we're going to be throwing out another video later this week where we talk more in depth on the matchup between the Bengals and Rams. But going off of what AJ said, the Bengals totally turned it on in that second half, but the Chiefs like totally turned it off. Uh, I was looking at a stat today. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' QBR in the first half was a 149, and in the second set half, he had a straight zero QBR. What do you guys think of that? What happened? What led to that? Well, that's that. I mean, the Chiefs they got they got comfortable. They got comfortable. They were up twenty one to three, and and honestly, they could have been up more too. So they thought coming into the second half, they're going to do the same thing. They're just going to dominate the game. They got more skilled players, and and honestly, Cincinnati couldn't keep up with their defensive front. They got to Burrow every single play. But you know what? Cincinnati's used to that. Joe Burrow is used to that. There, he's used to a loud crowd there too, playing out there in college and LSU. I mean. They came out saying, hey, the score is 0-0. I'm talking about the, the Bengals. The score is 0-0. Let's get out there and let's make it our game. It's not over for us yet. And the Chiefs did not. They thought it, they thought the game was over. So they did not play like it was a championship game. They played like it was just a normal game, no consequences, and it came back and bit them in the butt. Uh, yeah, I agree with AJ. Uh, they were The Bengals were down 21-3. Uh, going into half, I believe they had – just scored right before halftime. Uh, it was 21 to 10 going into halftime. Uh, what's up, Sam? What's up, Sam? Uh, glad to see you here, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, going into halftime, it was 21 10. But what I think that really, really, really sparked the Bengals to come out and play their hardest uh, was that defensive stop right before halftime after they scored. Uh, Kansas City was going to be able to go up 21, I mean, 28 to 10 going into halftime and take, uh, what is that, 18 point lead. Uh, it's three possessions, um, but they stopped them. 
And I think that really sparked them going in halftime. I think the coach uh, pinpointed that right before going back out to play the third and fourth quarter. And I think that going on defense, kicking the ball to Kansas City in the third quarter, uh, they really fed on that. And, I mean, they were inspired, man. They were like, we've done it twice. Let's do it again. Let's come back. Let's win this game. Let's go to the freaking Super Bowl. And I, I don't know. I just think they're hungry. Uh, they got the talent. Uh, they got the young bucks, just like AJ said. They're used to the environment of pressure and loudness, and they just, they're just they just doing it, man. I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing it. <laughs> and I want to go back to – sorry, Reed, if you're going to say you're something. Fine. Fine. But I want to go back to when they stopped them right before the half. Uh, I believe there's, what, uh, five seconds left, right? There's five seconds left, and they try to get a quick play out. A lot of people are saying that was a horrible play call. It really isn't, guys. It's not on the coach. That's 100% on Mahomes. Like I said, they got comfortable. They said all game long they could not stop Tyreek Hill. So what did he do? He hiked the ball, saw Tyreek Hill with a little bit of space. He's like, you know, forget the points. I'm going to toss it back here, and Hill's going to get in. What a quarterback should have done there, I'm not saying Mahomes is a bad quarterback, but you got to make better decisions here, smarter decisions, because in a game like this, every point counts. What you got to do, see no one open, you throw the ball away. You just got to throw it away, get some seconds on the clock, take the points, take the field goal, get into the halftime, get the ball back after the half. I mean, that was a horrible decision by Patrick Mahomes. I feel like he will learn for that, hopefully. But I felt like he was greatly influenced by his teammates because, like I said, they were all just on cloud nine saying, hey, we got this game in the bag. It's 21-3. We get the ball back second half. Let's let's ice it right now. So, yeah. You got anything to say, Reed? No, uh, it was just really mind-blowing how, how much the Chiefs just could not come together in that second half, uh, especially with all the offensive powerhouses they have. Uh, I really just couldn't believe it. Uh, happy for the Bengals, though. They're going to be a great team in the future. Oh, yeah, they're just getting started. Just getting started. Really rooting for them uh, going forward. But, um, but yeah, uh, great game uh, for the Bengals and Law Chiefs fans. I'm pretty sure you guys are real frustrated out there. I don't know how many real fans are out there, but frustrations amongst all of us. Uh, let's go to the NFC side if you guys are ready. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, thank you so much, Sam, for being here. So used to you, uh, you watching or not watching, listening to our podcast the more traditional way. Uh, glad you could make it out here live while we're live in action. Sorry, I'm not too pumped today for obvious reasons. Um, but let's get to those obvious reasons. We got the NFC Championship. We got division. I'm not going to say rivals because it's mainly been one sided. But after yesterday, they should become rivals now. Um, you got the Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. It came down to the wire just like every other game, and the Rams got the better of the Niners. Uh, they did. They played better. Uh, they were a better team, and they executed um, better. They were just they just played better. Uh, that's all down to it. Um, but, yeah, uh, thoughts on that game, guys? Um, first off, oh, thanks, Sam. Um, first off, what an acquisition uh, Odell Beckham was. I mean, come on. Mom's here. <laughs> hey, Mom. Hey, Patty, appreciate you being here. Usually these guys give me uh, give me a lot of trouble whenever my parents come on board. So uh, there you go, Reed. <laughs> yeah, uh, the acquisition of Odell Beckham uh, for the Rams has been huge for them. I mean, would they be here without him? I don't think so. Um, so that was the biggest thing for them. And then Cooper Cup. I mean, you can't stop that guy. Um, 
I don't remember his final stats because I don't think I looked at it, I looked at him, but he absolutely dominated that game. He couldn't be stopped. Um, so I'm sad for the Niners a little bit. Um, wish they could have done it just because I wanted. I don't like the Rams as a team too much, but it was a really good game. Yeah, uh, Cooper Cup was definitely Copper Coop. If uh, me and Reed have a little joke there, uh, but uh, we won't get to that. But yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup, I believe his stats were 11 catches, uh, 147 yards, uh, if I'm not mistaken. It was just around there. Uh, I don't know if he had a touchdown or two or if he didn't have any, honestly. But uh, anyways, getting to just how the Rams played, uh, again, Cooper Cup was doing it all. Uh, the run game really wasn't there for any team in the playoffs this week, uh, which is a really down, really a big downside for the Niners and why they couldn't really get their offensive going too much. But the Rams, they didn't play exemplary defense. Uh, they tried, tried, tried uh, to get some sacks in there, just like how they historically are. But they, I don't think they got any sacks, AJ, did they? No, no sacks. Uh, so kudos to the 49ers line. Uh, they got some strong guys there to hold off Donald, to hold off some of the other guys that are key there in getting those sacks and pressures. Um but what I think was the big thing was what Reed was saying. Uh, OBJ, great acquisition. Uh, the guy was open when Cooper Cup wasn't. And I want to give special props to a position that is usually forgot about except for the stars, a uh, tight end. Uh, the, I believe his last name was Blanton for the Rams. He came out when Higby got hurt, and he made some spectacular catches in clutch areas. And I believe he only ended up with four or five catches, but those four or five catches were in critical moments where it was third down or they needed something to spark uh, the offense. So uh, kudos to that guy as well. Um, but yeah, I feel sorry for the Niners. Uh, I really didn't care who won this game because either way, someone from the NFC West is going to the the Super Bowl. And I don't like that because it's not the Seahawks. But uh, in this predicament, um, I mean, AJ knows I don't like the 49ers. Uh, I don't like the Rams either, but uh, we've had more success against the Niners, so I have that momentum to go for the other team uh, because it's it's just like that. I don't know. I don't know why it's like that, but I just think that the Rams played a good game. Uh, defense wasn't that exemplary. Uh, as you guys were talking when we were watching the game, what? who's Ramsey, man? Who's Jalen Ramsey? That guy hasn't done anything this whole playoffs, in my opinion. Uh, he hasn't stamped his name as a five-star uh, athlete out there. I, I don't think he's he's doing enough. I don't think Donald is doing enough. I believe it's everybody else, the linebacker core, uh, the safeties. Uh, I believe that Weddle was a good acquisition for them. He did make some key tackles, uh, but he, some, he's just a little bit slow in some areas. But yeah, I think it was the offense that won, Matthew Stafford. He's, he's the MVP if they win the Super Bowl. Uh, he was definitely the reason why they won against the Niners. And pretty much that's all I got to say. It was just a good game overall, down to the wire, just like it should be. Yeah, uh, one thing that shocked me the most is that the um, the Rams totally switched up their offensive play style. Normally, they like to go with the big, flashy plays, like to get a Cooper Cup way down uh, way down the field. Uh, Odell's just been getting better and better uh, game by game. Um, but this time, 
they knew going up against the Niners, especially them playing against the Niners two times out of the, the season, uh, they know already that we get to Matt Stafford fast. We get to him real quick. So each time Matt Stafford hiked the ball, I mean, 80% of the time, he released the ball, you know, within three seconds. It was it was quick releases, quick releases, and right down the middle, just like the Niners were playing. And unlike the Niners, the um, the Rams actually got a, a rush game going on for them. So it, it really hurt us defensively. It got us tired. Uh, they were too fast even before. I mean, uh, Nick Bosa, DJ Jones, they all had a part of it. Um, they got to him, you know, eventually. But – they were just playing a different type of offense, something that we're not used to seeing. And I gotta give, I gotta applaud McVeigh, I gotta applaud uh, Stafford for adjusting that way towards this team. Now, uh, going forward, I don't know if they're gonna continue to play like that or if they're gonna go old school Rams, but it's all about matchups. They got the best of us. It hurts. Niners missed a lot of key plays. They lost a, a lot of opportunities that were there. Um, all positions did not play up to the fullest potential. Um, of course, I'm talking about, you know, Jimmy G, uh, Debo Samuel, uh, our O-line, uh, defensively, uh, Jaquiski Tart, uh, Ambry Thomas, even though I know he's a rookie, but he's come a long way and we rely on him. Uh, I feel like we just, we missed a lot and we did not play anywhere close to uh, how we played this season or towards the end of the season. And it really showed out there. It, it was just, it was hard to watch sometimes. All right, let's talk about the Niners' future. Um, as we all know, we don't know exactly what the Niners are going to do yet. Um, a lot of people are saying they're, they're going to move on from Jimmy G, trade him to another team. Um, AJ, Vince, what are your thoughts on whether he gets traded or not? If he does get traded, where does he go? And then lastly, the next person up would be Trey Lance for the Niners. How, what type of team are they going to be with him? How good are they going to be? And is, is, is he ready yet for that start, starting position? For a question. Let's see. Yeah. I guess I'll go first because I know AJ knows a little bit more, so I'll let him finish it off and hit it with a shebang on what he thinks is going to happen for his team. Uh, but I think that I would say their best bet is to trade him, get as much picks as they can, I believe Trey Lance has developed enough behind him. He played a little bit in a few games this season. Uh, he's seen what it takes to win against great teams like the Packers and the Cowboys uh, behind Jimmy G. I believe he's got that experience. He's seen what he needs to see. I think they need to get him out there, but I think it's going to change the offense entirely. He's a totally different quarterback. Uh, AJ and me, when we talk about him, we he says he resembles Russell Wilson and he's excited because he's hated Russell Wilson and the way he plays against everybody, especially the Niners. Um, but I think it's going to be a great weapon for them. I personally am scared uh, to play against that kid once he gets his rhythm going, because he is definitely uh, a talented guy. But I think that Jimmy G gets traded to the Broncos if Rodgers doesn't go there. I think the Broncos are ready for a new quarterback, and I think they have the capital to do it. They have the cap. They have everything they need to sign a quarterback that's leaving uh, or is planning to leave or get traded away from their team right now. So I believe I answered almost everything on that question, Reed. It was a quite a, quite a long one, but I'll, I'll give it to AJ so he could elaborate more. Awesome. Appreciate it. Um, for me, it makes too much sense uh, to trade uh, Jimmy G. So I don't see the Niners uh, holding on to him. There is a chance that they do, but I mean, 
I'm not saying because of how he played this season. He did play really bad this season, um, but that's him. He got us two wins, uh, and that's I guess that's what matters at the end of the day. But how would the Niners look without him? By uh, trading Jimmy G, uh, we saved $27 million on our cap hit. And that's something that we could use towards our weakest point, our corners. Uh, we could use that towards our, our defensive backs and our old line because getting rid of Jimmy G, trading him, I don't want to say get rid of him because that sounds ugly. I appreciate everything he's done for us. Um, um, trading Jimmy G and having Trey Lance step up, one, we don't know what we're going to get from Trey Lance. Okay, that's the one thing we haven't seen enough. For what I have seen, I love it. I like the way he plays. He has a lot of heart. He he could get out of any situation. He's he's awesome. He's fun to watch. Um, but two, getting getting money for our offensive line because when he did play, we had about eight offensive holding calls because of how long Trey Lance could stay back there he could get out of any situation and he could make time to get the ball down the field now our lineman is not used to that our lineman is used to jimmy g getting rid of the ball within two seconds so that could help us out and um uh by getting reinforcements as far as secondary o-line uh trey lance i feel like he has a lot of potential shanahan even said it himself that in early on in the year when jimmy g got hurt he said that uh, uh he's struggling because he has a whole other playbook that's designed for Trey Lance and he hasn't even been able to open it or study it because he's focused on winning a championship this year with Jimmy G. So I'm really excited to see what Shanahan has to offer with a quarterback that he gets to develop for the second, not the second time in his career. I want to say it's the second time because he had a great success with RG three back in the Redskins and Trey Lance. You guys got to remember he got drafted when he was 20 years old. Right now, he's 21. Next season, he's going to be 22. He's a 22-year-old quarterback. There is a lot of growth there. I'm extremely excited. The Niners have a lot going for them. Uh, we do got to sign a lot of key players. We're going to lose a lot of vets, but I think that's just part of the game. Um, there's a second part to that question. Oh, about Jimmy G, where I think he's going to land. Uh, so Jimmy G, I think the Niners are going to trade him to the AFC uh, just because of Shadowhand and... Uh, and the GM, uh, John Lynch, uh, how their play style is. They're real competitive. You know, everyone's a threat. So he's uh, at least not as much of a threat in the AFC. Uh, I think he's going to get traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers, honestly. Uh, I think Steelers could use him. Uh, they lost Big Ben, and I don't like their backups. Their backups, I don't think they could carry a team to the playoffs. Uh, Jimmy G has proven within uh, three and a half years that he could make the playoffs uh, two times out of those three and a half years and make the Super Bowl once and a championship once. So, I mean, who wouldn't want Jimmy G with in a organization that doesn't have a leading quarterback or maybe a new head coach. So this list is going to change. I have the Steelers number one uh, Broncos number two, if they do not get Aaron Rodgers, like uh, Vince said, and uh, I actually have the new Orleans saints in the NFC as number three. I mean, they're you know, on self-destruct mode right now that, uh, they're way below the cap, and Jimmy G is not too expensive. He's over the average, but he's actually a, you know, a bargain for. And they're just rebuilding right now. I think Jimmy G is a good placement. Or like Reed said earlier, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could, could be a good fit for him too after losing Tom Brady. Um, but only time will tell. We're going to be adjusting this line as the offseason goes because this offseason is going to be nuts. Uh, Jimmy G, I mean, if he does go – 
I'm pretty sure I'm going to be making a statement at that time, but I'm thankful for everything he has done. He's taken us to the playoffs twice, Super Bowl appearance, uh, NFC Championship. Extremely grateful. Even though everyone counted us out in the beginning of the year, when we started three and five, you know, said the name, started faithful, well, stayed faithful, and we ended up here. I don't think anyone would have thought of the Niners being in the NFC Championship this year. Yeah. But yeah. I want to answer the question really quickly. Um, yes, I think they're going to trade him. Uh, as AJ said, I kind of think they're going to the Bucks if Tom Brady does retire. I mean, he had that little uh, – we don't know. He, everyone retired him, but he didn't retire. So it was a little weird on uh, – I think it was Saturday. Um, but I think he, I think they could be, uh, be – the Bucks are going to be looking for a new quarterback this year. Uh, Jimmy G might fit into what they have going on there. Pocket passer. He fits the role. Um, and then as far as Trey Lance, I did hear uh, – uh, I don't know if you guys knew who P. Shregs is. Uh, yeah. uh, he was talking on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, he has a lot of inside sources in the Niners uh, with John Lynch, uh, Shanahan, all those people. And as far as right now, they he has not heard a single thing on what they're going to do, do on Jimmy G with Jimmy G. Um, so I don't, I, I'm not even sure if they have made a decision yet. Uh, what they're going to do. Um, and as far as Trey Lance, he did make one comment. Uh, when uh, Patrick Mahomes was uh, behind Alex Smith and Alex Smith was taking to the playoffs, all the teammates, the coaches were like very happy with Alex Smith, obviously, but they're like, man, Patrick yeah. Mahomes, he's something. And that's something that we haven't really heard from the Niners, yeah, they haven't been throwing, they haven't been like talking uh, big about Trey Lance. Now, is that them just uh, uh, throwing uh, all their support behind Jimmy G, or maybe Trey Lance hasn't been that impressive in practice? Um, but this is all speculation. We have no idea what Trey Lance is going to be. He might be one of the next best quarterbacks, might be the next generation, or he will be of a name we won't remember in two to three years. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens. Right, and to go off by that, uh, this is a whole different organization, a whole different club. The Niners are not one to be like, hey, we're doing this in the future. We're doing – no, they're going to wait to the last possible second to release any information of anything that's going on to the organization. And, yes, a huge part of it is backing up Jimmy G throughout the season. I mean, look at the players. Look at everyone. As as horrible as, as he did most of the year, they said, hey, Jimmy G is our quarterback. Uh, we back him no matter what. And as far as Trey Lance, I think he did great in the preseason. And he went to a private camp with uh, Jerry Rice that Jerry Rice invited him to. And he stated that the Niners have a lot to look forward to, that this guy's a special talent. Now, if Jerry Rice is saying that, I have nothing uh, to do except trust into that because Jerry Rice is a legend. Um, But, yeah, I think we do have a lot to look forward to. If Jimmy G could have a season like this, I'm pretty sure Shanahan could whip up a playbook that can make us successful. Uh, how successful? I don't know. I think our prime year is going to be two years from now. Um, I think that's when our team will be 100% uh, championship Super Bowl ready. Uh, Israel says, what did I tell you? Uh, I'm stopping myself from being from being toxic right now. No, no, do it. Do uh, it. No, no, I'm not going to do it. Uh, Israel, appreciate you being here, man. Thanks for always supporting the podcast. Uh, thank you. Uh, but, yeah, man, honestly, like we said earlier, uh, the Rams, uh, they were the better team. Uh, it showed on the field. They played very well. Uh, 
good job for them was the Super Bowl. Bengals, they play with more heart, kind of like how we talked about last uh, last podcast, and they made it to the Super Bowl. So uh, a lot to look forward to. A lot of news is happening, guys. A lot of new head coaches. Um, I honestly cannot wait for this offseason to happen, but we got one more game until football is down for, for a while. What's going on, Reed? Oh, just one more. Yeah, one more game. Oh, yeah, one more game until – until football's it, football's over. But don't worry, you guys. You guys know we got your back. We're going to give you guys your weekly fix. And we're going to try to get more episodes out during the week. Look out for later on this week. Uh, we don't know exactly what we're going to talk about yet because we got two weeks until the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to talk about Pro Bowls because not you know, really, no one likes Pro Bowls. Um, but like I said, guys, there's so much going on in the NFL right now. Um, just a little little teaser, Jim Harbaugh interview with two teams already. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, one being the Minnesota Vikings, the other one being the Miami Dolphins. Come back. Well, Reed does not look happy about that. But, yeah, guys, you guys have anything to say before we wrap up? Yeah, man, just, just stay tuned with us. Even though football is coming to an end, we're not. We bring every we bring the hype every week. We're gonna keep doing that even after the Super Bowl. Uh, don't forget when we started, we had the hottest takes to talk about, and we're gonna have that again this off season. So stay it's tuned. Be even better. Mm-hmm. We're experienced now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah. After the Super Bowl, you guys, we will be announcing the winner of our playoff bracket. Okay, it's still on there. We're keeping track. It's coming down close, guys. It's coming down to the wire. Uh, let's see who wins the Super Bowl. Um, I know for sure no one has had the Bengals going there. But uh, these points do matter. That's why we did a point system because it's anyone's game. Uh, so good luck to y'all who participated, and we will be announcing that. You guys are going to love the prize. It is freaking awesome. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, thank you all for participating. Thank you all who are subscribed. Appreciate you guys. we got some more uh, more events coming out pretty soon. So stay tuned. But until then, you guys, keep on grinding. We'll see y'all later.